Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it the annexation of Puerto Rico. What is up? How's it going? Welcome to APR. That's the annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. We are the football podcast, giving you all the ins and outs of every single game of this last season. And we're going to be deep diving into props this week because we are heading into week two of our coverage of the Super Bowl. So sit back, relax and enjoy making money. I'm your host, Big Ball and Ben Larson. We got the crew tonight. We got Jordan stacks on stacks on stacks. Let's. Let's go. And we've got Raider Eddie. How you guys doing tonight? I'm bummed, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Like Super Bowl always bums me out, just because it's like it's the last game, you know. Right. Obviously, we don't need it's that the kind best of energy game. Right now. Nah, but I'm just you know, getting myself <laughs> prepped, dude. It's just depressing, but you know we're gonna power through, and uh, yeah. I mean, I no, think this is the. I'm I'm fucking excited, Ben. I'm I'm very excited tonight because the Super Bowl is like my fucking Christmas, dude. Like I look forward to the Super Bowl every year. It doesn't matter who plays in it. You know what I mean? Like it's the biggest game in America. In American sports, it is the biggest game. We are here. We've made it. And to make it even more special this year, this is the first time in my life that I'm looking forward to the halftime show. I cannot wait. Oh, my for the God. You and me show. both, dude. See, I, I think that I'm looking more forward to this halftime show than the actual game itself. I mean, I don't have an affi- any affiliation with the, you know, the Bengals or the Rams. So, like, I could care less about. I mean, no, that's not true. I, I do care about the games. I don't I care less about the teams. I do care about the game. But, man. I mean, these are musicians, rappers that we grew up on, except for Kendrick. Kendrick's kind of in that later stage of everything. But this is this is going to be the fucking jam. And I am so stoked about it. You know what else oh, I'm yeah. stoked about is some beer. Yes. Tonight, we are being sponsored by Tavour. Make sure to go to Tavour.com, download the Tavour app, use promo code TAPROOM. That's T-A-P-R-O-O-M. When signing up to get $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. I've got a Tev Bauer beer tonight. You heard uh, all about it if you listened to the Taproom Sports podcast. And I'm just going to go straight into it with mine first this time. But this is Polidens. Uh, This is the Czech style pills uh, from Green Bench Brewing out of St. Petersburg, Florida. This is a 4.7. Has a good smell of uh, kind of banana-y here. Great taste to apple. This is my second time uh, getting in. I'm so glad that I bought two cans of this, uh, you know, when, you know, when I, I filled my crate and uh, this is a really, really good Pilsner. So love and life. What are you guys drinking tonight? Dude, rum and coke. Yeah, I've been drinking rum forever. 
Yeah, no too much fun. Malibu. That ended it for me. So I don't fuck with the Malibu. It's too sweet. I don't like like Still, the super yeah. sweet rum. It's got to be like, you know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. If I wanted a fucking candy bar, I'd eat a candy bar. You know what I mean? Like so, um, more rum than Coke, obviously. But uh, yeah, it's more just a more of a milder, like a black a black rum is what I tend to lean towards. There we go. That Kraken, that uh, Sailor Jerry style. Kraken, dude, I love Kraken. That's a good. There go. That's a good rum. There we go. The, the first time I. The first time I ever blacked out in college was on uh what's Good that story. Captain Morgan's. Yeah. And ever oh, since yeah. that day, dude, the first time I like basically every drink, I cannot like if I smell spiced rum, dude, I will literally throw up. Yeah. Like, I cannot I have never been able to drink rum since like the first time I ever drank in college. That's fair. And yes, I, I, I never drink in high school. I am a fucking dork like that. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. Yeah um we we messed shit up in high school because we were under under 18 so we couldn't you know we had that let's let's cause trouble right now and then uh you know there's there'll be college for drinking so <laughs> that's true it's all good uh but yeah, anyways I I, I'm... Say the same. <laughs> there's a lot of people like that uh but tonight <laughs> i am sipping on a first crush it's a dry hop ghost style ale with phantom powder and Nelson Sauvin hops. This is by Stillwater, which is out of North Haven, Connecticut. This is a Tavour beer. Um, yeah, man, I uh, actually grabbed the wrong beer tonight. I was planning on drinking a <laughs> double IPA, but I guess I'll drink that on Taproom this weekend. Uh, what, this one what powder? It is Phantasm powder. Phantasm. P-H-A-N-T-A-S-M. Never heard of it. It's a, I mean, the first like two tastes are, it's pretty interesting. Like there's like a lemony smell. So that's a, it's a, a unique ingredient to craft beer and it's an extraction made from Marlboro Sauvignon Blanc grapes. Yeah. I was going to say, dude, this has like that, like white grapeish, like, aroma to it with some with some like lemons as well it's basically pulverized freeze-dried sauvignon blanc grapes okay okay all right interesting drives an intense tropical fruit fruit flavor and aroma so there's that lemon dude (laughs) good to know good to know Hell yeah. All right. Well, it's time to get into uh, into the game. We're going to just kind of run back uh, from where we at where we're at now uh, from where we were a week ago with the uh, the over under and the spread for, you know, the Super Bowl. We got a little bit of line movement here. And then once we're done with this, we're going to get into QB props, running back props, receiving props, commercial or no, we're not going to talk about commercials because they were kind of boring. Um, we're going to talk about Gatorade. We're going to be talking about the coin toss. We're going to be talking about the halftime show, and that's going to be a ton of fun. We're, we're going to be making everybody a ton of money. This yeah, week. this is a, if you want to know what props to hit, this is definitely the show. Yep. We're going to literally go through everything because, I mean, me personally, I had nothing else better to do than uh, look through this book I got right next to me out of all <laughs> props. And so I did and found some good ones. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Love it. All right, so let's start off with the game. We've got a little bit of line movement, like I said earlier. We've got uh, Rams are sitting at minus four right now. So it was at four and a half uh, last week when we talked. It has been going down and up and up and down and down and up. Um, But it's all sticking around that minus four, minus four and a half area. So 
Jordan and Eddie, you were both on Rams last week at minus four and a half. Are you still at Rams minus four? Yeah. I mean, go ahead, Eddie. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I, after doing like more review of the game itself, like, and maybe I'll ask you guys this question Does this not kind of feel similar to last year's Super Bowl? where there was just a struggling offensive line on one side and a very good front four on the other. And they made Patrick Mahomes, who I think we all can agree is the best QB in the league, look silly. Not on his behalf, like the receivers dropping passes and all that stuff too, but like he was running for his life the whole game, right? So like the more I'm watching it, the more I feel like this could be very similar. Um, And I think that line movement is a lot of people are – writing that like three point like the NFL play has been filled with three point victories. And it feels like every game almost was a three point victory after a wild card weekend. So I think a lot of that has to go with uh, the public loving the Bengals and then the sharps come in and throw the money down to increase it back to four and a half. Like they feel like that's the line movement that we're seeing. Um, so yeah, I'm still sticking with the Rams. Uh, I now did I put a bet money line bangles? Of course, because I always bet the underdog, but um, I put my more money on the Rams to cover at four and a half. I'll do it at four. I'm even going to think about an extended line because I saw it um, for 11 and a half at like plus 300. So I would even stick there because I mean, the fucking bucks blew out the chiefs and I didn't think, you know, that we didn't think that was necessarily going to happen, but very similar type of game in my opinion. Yeah, and, and just to kind of counter your your point there is like, yes, I, I understand with the whole like the offensive line being, you know, a lower lower quality offensive line. And, and you know, I wouldn't necessarily put trash because they did play like trash, what, two weeks ago or three weeks ago now um, where they allowed nine sacks, but they stepped up last week. And I know mm-hmm. Kansas City isn't. Isn't yeah, L.A there's no way that, you know, you can even compare what Donald and, and right, Von Miller right. and, you know, let's keep going. And like, but they did step up for that. So I don't think that we're going to see as big of a problem. I think we'll probably see, you know, four to five sacks uh, is, is my guess. Not as, you know, nothing like last week where they only had one, but you know, I, I don't think it's going to be, as big of a difference as where mm. we were last year when we had all second second line offensive line players. Yeah, on. and like the other thing too that I bring it up is because like the Chiefs, they made the big mistake of blitzing the Bengals, right? Mm. Like you can't blitz Joe Burrow. He's the best quarterback in the league under the blitz this year, having a QB QB rating of over one twenty four uh, when he's facing the blitz. So you can't blitz him. Yeah. I think that's where the Rams have that advantage because they don't need to. The Rams you know don't blitz I mean? either. Like, yeah, they never the Rams blitz. don't, and like. The Raiders' defensive line was probably the best defensive line that the Bengals have faced, and they're not even half of what the Rams are, and they were causing like problems in that backfield. Um, so, the Titans had like, I mean, hats off to Vrabel. He called a fucking great defensive game, and they got nine sacks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was impressive. It was crazy. Like, I don't think I've ever seen nine sacks in a game, not just a game, but a game uh, and a team win. You yeah, know what I mean? You know. Um, but yeah, I just well, think that, that is the first time you ever saw it because that's the first time it ever happened, Eddie. Uh, okay, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's just that's like the difference, I think, is the cheat, like I said, the cheese blitz. You can't blitz Burrow. Like if you blitz him, he's smart enough, he's good enough that he's gonna get it to the open guy. Uh, but the Rams don't have to do it. And they have a guy that can take away a whole half of a field. So like <clears> it's 
It's a, it's a tough think, matchup for the Bengals, dude. I think that's the that's the biggest difference to me is Jalen Ramsey. It's not even the defensive lines because neither the Raiders, the Titans, or the Chiefs had a Jalen Ramsey. And that, that really changes everything. Jalen Ramsey is the number one ranked cornerback uh, in single coverage. He's allowed over 100 yards in coverage just one game all season. Um, and then Jamar Chase is the best wide receiver for single coverage. So that's really the, the matchup. Jalen Ramsey is following Jamar Chase wherever he goes. Yeah. But I think the most interesting ma- part of this matchup is that if Jalen Ramsey can take out Jamar Chase one-on-one, that that allows you to double team T Higgins on the other side. So you basically take out their two best wide receivers and you're leaving everything to Joe Mixon and Uzoma and Boyd, everything underneath, dude. And the Rams, the Rams are, they would gladly give up shit underneath, dude, because the Rams are the number one defense in the red zone. So once they get into the red zone, they lock it down. It's not about Mm -hmm. the yards. And if you look at Joe Burrow in the playoffs too, I mean, he's throwing for a ton of yards. He threw for over 350 yards against the Titans, but only put up 19 points. Like they're just not they're not scoring in the red zone, and then mm-hmm. obviously the LA Rams defense is much better in the red zone than the Chiefs were, and I think that's the biggest difference. Everything analysis wise tells you to hammer the Rams up to a touchdown. However, this is the thing: Drake picked the Rams minus four, oh. and therefore, <laughs> therefore it is a wrap, dude. So I am on See, the no. Bengals, bro. I am Are you on the Bengals. Me? I swear to <laughs> what God. What is he gonna do, dumb? Why is he gonna do that shit? Dude? So I am on the Bengals for that very reason because every big game, whoever this man roots for, fucking loses, dude. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, but to your point too, like you mentioned, like the double team on one side, like what I, I could see the Rams like realistically putting Jalen Ramsey on T Higgins and double teaming Jamar Chase all game. Because if you can I mean, double they could do that their too, best but... guy, and he's going to take away that whole, you know, he's going to take away Higgins. Higgins is going to chance. That's going to, it's a possibility, not saying no. that it'll happen, but like if I was the Rams defensive coordinator, that's definitely something I'd be looking at because I would want two guys on their best guy over one you know even though he is the best db in the league obviously yeah but, no ramsey already said that he's going to be shadowing chase of course, of course and but just wait but to I, see if higgins starts going off early i bet you that adjustment comes in yeah but then even then i think chase is going to be able to outrun the double team there uh he's he's done it all year um and he's he's come up big all year on that double team so like I, even with ramsey on chase i think they're still going to have to double team him there because he's he is that dynamic of a, a wide receiver there that he will make the cuts he will make he will make plays you know he may not get yeah. 108 yards which they're looking at but he's going to make plays and his his yards after catch are just outstanding there I'm going to talk Jordan about, shaking his head and well no, I'm going to say I'm going to talk about it later but I think they're going to have to be very creative to get Jamar Chase the ball this uh, on Sunday they got to yeah. take pages out of. Kyle Shanahan's book, how they got Debo Samuel the ball. And, and I shit. have a prop for everybody here that I'm going to talk about later that I love. It's like my favorite one. I think it'll, I think it, this will, that'll come into play basically with what we're talking about. Yeah. But the difference is, is like Debo's built like to get the ball. Like Jamar Chase isn't built like that, dude. Like he doesn't, he's not that kind no, of you're receiver. Not giving him the, you're not fucking handing him the ball like 30 times. You know what I'm saying? But and, and Jalen Ramsey to get the ball. in the same aspect. And, and that's, 
a big reason why the Niners need to go out and get a number one receiver is because Jalen Ramsey, he wasn't guarding Debo every play. Like they moved him around all over against the Niners because they don't respect any of their receivers. And as good as Debo is, dude, don't get me wrong. Like Debo is a great football player, but he's not a good wide. Like, okay. He's a good wide receiver, but I mean, he's not like great route runner. He's not a guy that you are like, Oh, he's going to beat me with all nine routes on the route tree. Like that's not who. Yeah. That's why Ramsey was on Kittle the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. So until he got the touchdown, the one play he wasn't on him. <laughs> so I think this is that's the biggest difference here. I mean, obviously you can't write off Ramsey and Higgins, dude. They're two great wide receivers. Joe Burrow's a what great quarterback, but at the same time, I mean, this is a number one ranked DVOA defense in the NFL. You know, especially the last nine weeks of the season. I mean, this defense really turned it on, dude. Except against the Niners in that uh, Week 18 matchup it's it's just hard to not take the rams here like from the from a logical football sense dude like it just doesn't make sense but a lot of shit doesn't make sense this year dude <laughs> you know what i right. mean it's true yeah. this is the year of the underdog like i like i say that i like the rams and like i like it at like 11 or whatever that i was talking about but like i if the Bengals win it makes sense too like it's not like cut and dry like like a lot of like a lot of things I'm I'm hearing on like you know TV radio that you're hearing like everyone is convinced you know like if the Bengals always win they're like thing, a team dude. of destiny dude I know I agree it's like a team of destiny type deal dude like I was talking about it with someone like a buddy of mine earlier like when the Eagles won the Super Bowl no one thought they'd win right team of destiny go out beat the Patriots the Giants the two times they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl teams of fucking nobody destiny. thought like, they some, could win yeah sometimes yeah. you just get hot at the right time and like these Bengals are like young enough and cocky enough like these dudes like they've been playing in national title games their whole career you know yeah. what I'm saying in college like so this is like almost expected from them they the don't understand th- what losing's like yet the, the only thing I would like to counter that argument dude because I absolutely agree but if you look at the head coaches of those teams like Tom Coughlin is a great coach uh Doug Peterson is a great coach fucking Zach Taylor like outside of th- this season I mean they've been who knows how he is. I mean, the guy was a quarterback coach and then became a head coach. He wasn't even an offensive coordinator before yeah. this. And I think, it, dude, his adjustment game, though, like I am a huge fan of the Bengals' halftime adjustments. You know what I'm saying? Like they, yeah, they like, do well. Against the Chiefs, it was fucking great. Against the Titans, it was great. Like, I mean, let's be real, though. They shouldn't have beat the Titans. Fucking Tannehill gave them three. So that, that was like beneficial, but like, again, you got to win the game. So um, his halftime adjustments though, like I was saying, it had been really good. Like he sees like a weakness and he just attacks it. He's not afraid yeah, of running the same play five times in a row. If he needs but to, to be honest, working, dude, you know? he, his halftime adjustments didn't work against the Titans or the Raiders because they were outscored in the second half. It's really only against the Chiefs, dude. <laughs> That's the only yeah. team they like. I was well, no, the, the, uh, the Raiders didn't outscore him in the second half. Yeah, dude, they only scored, like, six points in the second half. So did the Raiders. Well, I mean, all right, so they scored the same amount of points. And then the Titans, dude, I mean, the Bengals were up, like, 13, and the Titans almost came back and won. Took fucking three interceptions for them not to win. Yeah, Bengals, Raiders both scored six. Titans (gasps) scored. um, Titans, Bengals, both 10 in the second half. Hmm. Uh, Chiefs Bengals was like 27 to 3. Yeah, yeah 24 to 3. It was he just has the Chiefs uh, number 17 to 3 with I'm overtime. Sorry. Yeah, so they Bengals just have the Chiefs number. What are you gonna do? I mean, at least 
because I work hard for my money and I want to make sure my money turns into more money. I'm going to put my money on the Rams. It just makes logical sense. I went with the Bucks last year in our Super Bowl picks because of the defensive line advantage. Uh, and I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to have worked for me last year. I'm going to roll with it into this year. There we go. Jordan? Drake hey, man, I'm, I'm still on Rams <laughs> minus four, dude. But I it, I really don't like that Drake picked the Rams, dude, because like I, I said, that fool literally That's loses rough. every fucking game, dude. Right. You can make a good living betting if you just fade him. Yeah, if you fade Drake, dude, you're making money, bro. Yeah. All right, and I would have loved the four and a half here, but uh, even with four, I'm going to go with Bengals here. Nice. Again, I, I don't hate it. Yep. Uh, Just got a feeling, and I'm 12 and 0. So even if I. That's true. What am I doing going against Ben? Even if I drop one, 12 and 1, I'm still way up. Going against Ben. I feel like an idiot on this one. So, all right, let's move into props because that's what we're here to talk about this week. Let's go. It's the fun. And, And what a way to start this. Is we're going to be talking the coin toss. So we've got uh, we've got three bets for the coin toss here. Um, we're really just going to be let's just focus on two, and then we'll we'll quickly hit this last one at the end. Um, so coin toss heads or tails, both are sitting at that minus one hundred one to minus one ten area. Heads or tails, where are you guys going? So before we do that, there is a a prop that i saw it's not at every book so look if it's available in your book but the team that's won the coin toss has lost like the last eight super bowls and so if there is a like a live bet you can throw in when the team that wins the coin toss throw that in there or some books have a bet the team that wins the coin toss loses the game like i've seen that at a couple places okay. that'd be a, a spot to throw in there but okay. i'm taking heads yeah, I'm taking heads too, dude. I feel like tails is always the call. I'm gonna go heads. Going heads, yep. dude. Uh, see, I've seen a lot of heads recently that have have lost. So I'm gonna go tails here, just for for trends here. Okay, so I want to do a giveaway. Like, I this is my own personal giveaway, not anyone else. But if heads hits right, and you are a follower on Instagram. I'm going to put you in some kind of a give I guess, you know, Excel spinning wheel or whatever, how they work yeah. that. And I'm going to give away like four pieces of merch for four people. If heads hits just for everyone listening to the show. So if you're not following, make sure you follow. All there right. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right. So then we've got uh, the team to win the toss Bengals or Rams. Oh, I mean, dude, this is even, uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go Rams. I'm gonna take the Bengals because I just said I want the Rams to win the Super Bowl. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm gonna flip a coin really quick and see what comes up. So (laughs) there you go. (laughs) We'll go uh, Rams heads, Bengals tails. It's tails. So we're going with the Bengals. (laughs) I hope you're right. There we go. All right. And uh, this next pick is going to be uh, is the team choice. Is that going to be correct? What do you mean? So what is the that team mean? that chooses, are they going to be right or are they going to be wrong? Uh, so like I'm going to say the wrong. Bengals get to call it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're always wrong, right? Yeah. I feel yeah, like they're wrong. Yeah. I think wrong feels good here. Okay. All the Rams right. are Don't calling it though, right? Yes. The Rams are the technically the away team, right? That's so ridiculous. 
But I think you're right. Yeah. I think the AFC hosts this year. Do they just switch it every year? I have no idea. Yeah. yeah I think it goes back. Wait, it's not no, in the. Yeah. Stadium? The Rams are the underdog, dude. I mean, you not mean, the underdog. Uh, they are the away team. The Bengals are the home team. Interesting. Well, I mean, the Rams technically don't even have a home field advantage to begin with. That's so true. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Very, very true here. All right. And what comes, uh, yeah, what comes after the Quintas is going to be the national anthem. And we've got Mickey Gayton uh, singing the anthem next year or this year. Um, and there are some really kind of dumb bets with here. We're going to skip over these ones. You know, how many aircraft are going to fly over, over under sitting at five? Um, is she going to forget or omit some words? That's sitting at minus 2,500 for no, plus 700 for yes. I mean, it's a recording here. They're not going to forget words on the recording. And then what color dress is Mickey going to be wearing? So yeah. I mean, that's that's always a crapshoot there. But uh, the big one that we're going to look at is the over under for a minute and 42 seconds. I just want to start. Like, if anyone knows who this person is, just let <laughs> Dude. me know. All right, so I just Googled it. I just Googled right now. She's, what is she uh, famous for? Um... Even Google doesn't know. That's a problem. Uh, no. Well, I mean, she's a country singer. Never knew that. Okay. Uh, In she's, L.A.? She's also African-American. Okay. Well, either way, I don't know. Country singer is African-American. Okay. Hello. Welcome to 2022, huh? So I'm going to go over here. Because the average performance since 07 has been about two minutes, with Alicia Keys set, setting the longest at two minutes and 36 seconds. Of course she did. The over has uh, hit eight times, the under has hit six. Well, now I remember last year, like um, someone like went out and recorded it when they were practicing, right? Yeah. And like put it all over the internet. So, like, isn't this something you should be watching Twitter? You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like Twitter is going to help you win on this one. You know what I mean? Now, all the books took it off last year, though, when that dude. Uh, recorded it and yeah. posted it. Uh, I mean, if you got it early, maybe if you get this early, you know what I mean. But like, hell, yeah. you do. Like, what's the I average length? The I feel two minutes. Yeah, I feel like they all want to get their voice out, right? Like, it's a big moment for her. You know, I'm gonna I mean? go under national anthem at the, the average for the last eight is one minute fifty six. I'm gonna go under. Take the over, dude. I'm gonna go under. Taking dude. the over, dude. Just because I don't know who she is, so I don't know her style. It's but funny. I feel like country's like twangy. It's not like as like soulful, like like extending notes and shit. I feel like it's just being more straight to the point. You know what I mean? I guess I don't know, yeah, dude. I mean, I, it makes sense. I, I I see your argument, your uh, reasoning there. Last uh, year, I loved I just, it. Was didn't Demi Lovato sing the national anthem last year? I remember who I it was know. last year. To be honest, I haven't watched the national anthem in forever, dude. That's usually when I'm like prepping food or something, you know. Last year was no, two years ago was Demi Lovato. Last year oh, okay. was Jasmine Sullivan and Eric Church. And that that's was right, 159. Right. Demi Lovato was 155. Mm-hmm. Gladys Knight, 147. Pink, two minutes. Luke Bryan, 209. Luke Bryan's country singer, 209. Hmm. Um, good point. Oh, excuse me. I was looking at the over under here. Um, no, nope. <laughs> Brian, country singer 204, 209 was the over under. 
So they went down. I wonder why. Uh, let's see. Lady Gaga was right at that over under two minutes and 22 seconds. Yeah. Alicia Keys, two over. minutes and 36 seconds. Yeah, I'll stick with the over. Yeah. I'm going, going under. under. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the game. We got uh, we got three bets that we're going to be looking at for the QBs. Um, oh, I'm going to take a break real looking- quick and get a word from an uh, affiliate. There we go. We'll be back with some QB action. Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer? Yeah. Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday as I, Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lats. And me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Taproom Sports Podcast. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info. Make sure to check out Jordan and I on the Taproom Sports Podcast, always coming out for that Monday morning commute. But it's time to get into our QB action like we said we were going to as we left off there. And we've got three QB bets that we're going to be diving into. And first one is going to be the over-under touchdowns here. And we've got uh, Joe Burrow sitting at over-under one and a half. We've got Matthew Stafford sitting at over-under two and a half here which is what we saw in the last two games uh, for, for both of these teams. Uh, so let's start with Joe Burrow over under one and a half. Low number, dude. Like over is at minus one, over is a minus 175, right? Yep. So not a ton of value there, but at the same time, I feel like he's going to get a couple, right? Like you would think, but you they do think. like to run the ball. And you know what I mean? Yeah, they'd like to run the ball too. I think so. Yeah, maybe the under is kind of nice too. Like, like my first thought when we saw it was definitely the under. Like, that was like my first reaction. Um, but yeah, I think it plus it's hard to throw touchdowns on the Rams, right? Like, how many touchdowns through the air did they give up for the year? That's something I'd like to know. I don't know about. Total pass touchdown. Let me see here. Let's see. Uh, passing touchdowns given up. Uh, I mean, they're second in the league in passing yeah. touchdowns given up. So second fewest. So not right, a lot. Right. Yeah, oh, 17, 17 total, dude. 17, 17 total. so less than one a game. Less than one a game. Yeah, I'm definitely leaning the under then. It's a Super Bowl, though. It is, but, I mean, less than one a game? That's, I mean, it's impressive. Yeah. Especially the the talent there, the, the teams they've played, too. 
you know? Yeah, second best in the league, second behind the Bills. Yeah, I w- I, yeah I'm, I'm going to lean the under. Yeah, I'm going to lean under as well. For Burrow, under touchdown, Joe. Right. Yeah. I'm going to go over here. I think we're going to see uh, one one deep ball either to Chase or Higgins, um, and then we're going to see a uh, running back kind of sweep where he's going to get a passing touchdown there. Um, Because I think Mixon – I think A shovel pass? Yeah, well, it's got to go forward. Shovel pass. Oh, yeah, those shovel like passes, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's – they count. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we're going to get over here. I also think Matthew Stafford is going to go over on those two and a half. Um, I don't see Cam Akers getting that much. Uh, yeah, that much they don't. Here. Yeah, I don't feel like they like. I know they like like to like force the run almost like in uh, L.A., but I feel like they're gonna have to get get touchdowns to the air because that even though the Bengals defense isn't the greatest defense in the world, I feel like their front four is good enough to stop the the average running game of the Rams. You know, well, I mean they've a lot more rushing touchdowns than they have passing touchdowns. Yeah. 18 rushing touchdowns compared to 17 passing touchdowns. Yeah, but Rams are ranked 23rd, 23rd. rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get, I think it's like a bunch of Cooper Cups. Uh, and they've been hitting uh, OBJ in the red zone a lot too. So, yeah, I would, I would think that plus, and plus you're getting plus 140. You know what I mean? Like yeah. at the end of the day, we want to make some money here, you know? And that's, I mean, for a team that's predominantly going to been scoring through the air, I think that's good odds, dude. No, I'm going to go over in passing touchdowns, dude, for sure, because they yeah. like yeah. they like to throw the ball in the end zone. Matthew Stafford like does. Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. So yeah, I think we're all on agreement there. I'm going to mark that down on my book. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. All over. All right. And that leads us to passing attempts with both of our QBs sitting at 24 and a half. I think these are pretty low. Um, yeah, except, I mean, Stafford lost two games. He's averaging almost 40 a game. So, or over 40. Right, right. I mean, yeah. definitely makes sense. I mean, Stafford only, what's what's his over under for uh, pass attempts? 24 and a half. Minus, well, that make- over is minus 105. He hasn't even, he's only gone under 24 and a half one time this year. Yeah, and that seems real low. I would definitely have an attempt. That feels like, yeah, is that attempts, attempts or like, completions. Like- Are we sure it's not completions? Let me check here. Let's see. I'm looking. Because, dude, the- there's only one time he's gone under 24 and a half, and there's only Three total games he's gone under 30. Super Bowl QB props. Yeah, I mean, 24 and a half. Oh, completions. Uh, okay, okay, okay. That makes more sense. So, what's his completion rate? Like, what is he averaging completion wise? Uh, Matthew Stafford. The dude throws a lot of incompletions. I mean, he's only Both completed over 24 passes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times this year. So, ten out of what is that? Nineteen games he's gone over, or twenty games? Twenty so games because more over than under. Then yeah, he goes over more. Last two games he has 
28 and 31 completions. Okay. I think I'm still going to stick with the over then. Yeah. Joe Burrow, on the other hand, I would hit the under. Because he's going to get a ton of pressure, dude. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, I could see Because th- I remember, well, I guess well, the Titans. Eddie, what if, what if they're down, like, 21 points that's, in the that's fourth quarter? True. And they have to fucking throw the ball every fucking down. I actually like – I like a uh, – fuck, dude. Oh, Burrow no. was 23 completions last week in overtime. And they had to come back in that game, and they were down big, and yeah. he still only had 23. Because I feel like Burrow completes a lot of big yardage passes, you know what I'm saying, like chunk plays. Only six so, times this year he's gone over 24. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the under there, dude. I think yeah. I'm sticking with my, my – Yeah, under. I like the under, too. Yeah, I should love that. Um, under. And they they have to get mixing the ball. So, right. Um, all right, and then let's go with uh, with total yards here. We've got uh, Burrow sitting at two seventy seven point five, and we've got Stafford going at two eighty three point five. It's really close with these two. Yeah, um, I if the Bengals are down and they have to throw right i would think that the over 277 is is a solid bet um stafford on the other hand i don't know like what's his yards for the last let's just say the playoffs like um cuz each one of their games has been a Uber? different scenario yeah no stafford stafford uh stafford un- except for except for the cardinals i mean he went over 366 against tampa 337 against san francisco oh, okay okay yeah burrows at uh 244 against the raiders 350 for the titans and then 240 for the chiefs hmm and the other thing about that too is like as bad as the as bad as the Bengals are at stopping the run, their secondary isn't that great either. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, they gave up like 325 yards to Mahomes in one half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think Stafford on the over, I definitely like. I think you would hammer that at 283. I think you'll hit that for sure. Um, I'd go Burrow under. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm kind of with you there, dude. Yeah. 277. I mean, yes, he could have a fucking blowout game like he did, you know, against the the Titans here when he went 350, but his averages have been well below that 277. Mm. And if they if he's got to be going up against, you know, Ramsey where that takes out your your quickness of chase for a little bit there, can T Higgins and and Tyler Boyd get those the Rams those deep balls? The Rams also have only allowed over 300 or 277 uh, eight times this year. Yeah. And, and plus two, like the quarterback two. sets against is uh, Tom Brady, uh, Davis Mills, <laughs> or is that Tyrod Taylor? <laughs> wow. Whoever the fucking Texans was the quarterback. Davis Mills, dude. Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray, uh, Kirk Cousins. And Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Burrow. Because, I mean, we talked about earlier, like, the the uh, Bengals have to run the ball. Yeah, you know they have I mean? to get mixed in the game. They have you know. to, dude. So I do think that, yeah, I, I'll, I'll lean with the um, Burrow under Stafford over. I think that yeah. sounds good. Burrow is averaging 282. Stafford is averaging 287. Yep. Yeah. 
Interesting there. All right. So we've got, uh, we've got a little, we've got a couple bets here that we, uh, we all agree on. Um, and, uh, you know, a couple bets that, uh, you know, we're a little bit back and forth here. So we'll, we'll see how those play out. Um, but let's move to running backs. Um, and there are a lot of options here. So we've got uh, Cam Akers, Joe Mixon, Sony Michelle, Joe Burrow, and Matthew Stafford here. Um, so why don't we, why don't we each just pick one of these that we'd like um, and, uh, you know, and, and discuss that. Yep. So I'm actually looking at a player you didn't uh, mention um, in Samaje Pirine. Right now he's at over two and a half yards is, is that yards that, or receptions or sorry, yards or, or attempts. Um, I believe. You, oh no, you're right. It's yards. it's yards. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the thing, the reason being here is like, they use Pirine mostly on third down and receptions and everything like that. But I bet you on like a third and three, like, I feel like that would be a good opportunity to give him the ball. And they have been handed, giving him at least like two carries a game. I think it has been um, on average. And just one of those, he has to get three yards. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I, 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 I like that more than I like Joe Mixon over 60 because like Mixon can get destroyed and they're not able or if they're down big, they won't be able to run the ball. And the Rams haven't been able to run the ball very successfully for the year. So for me, I think P Ryan at over two and a half looks good. I like Cam Akers under 64 and a half. He hasn't gone anywhere near 64 and a half all season. Uh, so, yeah, but I mean, like every game he's played, he hasn't come near it. So why, why now? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let me go with uh, one that I, is, is a little different here. Um, is going to be Sony Michelle over 19 and a half. I was just looking at that too. That's a yeah, great bet. Sitting too. at minus 118. Um, they, they are going to get him into the game uh, just to throw a, a different option out there, especially mm-hmm. with Cam Akers being hurt all year and, you know, having hit Michelle be kind of that, that second option there. Yeah, and I think 19 I like and a half is, uh, is definitely a decent number here. The over under for the amount of carries is 5.5. So you're really looking at about four yards of carry there. And I, he's he's been running the ball well. Um, so mm-hmm. I think we can look at Sony Michelle over 19. It is crazy. Like when you look at different books, because like I have it in on William Hill at um, 22 and a half yards. So if some books are putting the number at 22 and a half, then that 19 and a half looks fucking great. Yeah. 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 What about uh, attempts here? Uh, so we've got uh, Cam Akers sitting at 15 and a half, Mixon 16 and a half, Michelle five and a half, Burrow two and a half, and Stafford at two and a half. Attempts? Is, yeah, attempts. Mm. Yeah. Um, what was Sony Michelle's number? Because I think they're going to, yeah, I think I like that as the over. Because uh, I feel like they give Michelle the ball a lot. Like, mm. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's like a very even split between him and Akers. And if they have the lead, like we, you know, that we were talking about earlier, they're going to run the ball a little bit more. Um, and when you have Michelle on the field, you have that, like, he could potentially catch the pass out of the backfield because that's really what he's in there to do. Uh, I think Sony Michelle could be a dark horse for making some money for people um, in this game. Yeah. Sony Michelle. Yeah, he carried the ball 10 times against San Francisco for 16 yards. Hell of a game mm, there. Only 16 yards, huh? Uh, yeah, only carried the ball this, one he's... time against Tampa. 13 times against Arizona. 
So for the majority, though, he's getting the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Cam Akers, though, I mean, he's carrying the ball 17, 24, 13 times. So he's definitely the featured back. To be honest, uh, you know, it looked like he did great against the Cardinals because he had that one run. But aside from that one run, he wasn't able to run the ball very well. He only averaged 3.2 yards per carry. And he's averaging barely over three yards a carry since he's come back. So, I mean, he's not lighting the world up on fire by any stretch of the imagination. I would – what's his over-under? 15 and a half, dude? I'd probably lean the over there for Cam Akers on 15 and a half. I don't love it. Um. Man, Ooh, I don't know if I like any of these ones, dude. Because Joe Mixon has definitely run the ball a lot. 21, 14, 17. Last week. Yeah. I like that Cam Akers under, though. I had to get a pen to circle it. I'm going to go Mixon over 16 and a half for attempts. I was looking at that one, too. Um, I was going to go with the over on that. And since you did that, I'm going to go with Matt. Uh, sorry, with Joe Burrow over two and a half. Um, oh, yeah, easy, right? Yeah. Uh, he got, uh, I think he, what, did three or four attempts last week? Um, let me check here. He's going to have to run. He, had, he only had two life. carries. He only had two carries last week. Yeah, but I think um, he's going to be running a lot more this week. Yeah. Yeah. I think probably. he's going to have to to get out of the pocket there and, and just kind of, uh, you know, pass that, that line. So I'm going to go with Burrow over two and a half. Um, what do you think of um... – just, a, just throwing a different wrinkle in there. But for the quarterbacks, we have Matthew Stafford having a rushing touchdown at plus 525. And we have uh, Joe – where's Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow at also plus 525. I think Burrow touchdown. over Stafford, but Stafford does not seem to move the ball. The only way Stafford's rushing for I mean, touchdowns is if it's a QB. Yeah, scene. I'll get down to the one. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, get him down to the one. Because Stafford is known for just jumping over, throwing the ball in the end zone. You know what I mean? Like, he's done it numerous times in his career. I mean, for plus 525, maybe a little sprinkle there, dude. Yeah, it's not a bad uh, value type bet for sure. Last week, Stafford had five uh, five carries for eight yards. Yeah, I mean, two and a half. Yeah, two and a half, yeah. And the the, uh, but. Uh, I think that Niners pass rush is better than the Bengals, even though they have Hendrickson, who I was completely fucking wrong about, by the way, because earlier in the year I said that he was the worst free agent pickup. Uh, Well, that was fucking wrong. Stafford had four carries against Tampa Bay too. So I'm going to change that. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Stafford over as that two and a half is my favorite of the rushing bets there. I like that. Yeah. He runs a lot like for a guy that you fucking never think of for running the ball. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. True. Well, I mean, he does like to he's a he's a gamer, dude. Like he's yeah. just a gamer, bro. He, he does what's necessary. I mean, he Agreed. grew up he, I mean, he grew up playing in Detroit where he had to run for his life. So that's true. He knows how to, <laughs> he knows how to run the ball. That's for damn sure. All right, and let's move over to uh, let's move to receptions. Uh, we're going to pick our favorite one of each category. We've got a lot of people here um, for both. Uh, let's start with uh, over under receptions here. Uh, so we've got T. Higgins sitting at five and a half, Cooper Cup eight and a half, Chase five and a half, OBJ five and a half, Boyd four and a half, 
Mixon three and a half, Acres two and a half, Van Jefferson two and a half, and uh, P Ryan at one and a half. Like first off, I think we all just should just throw money on Cup over eight and a half. Like yeah. it's such a low number. Yeah, like that's that's easy. So we can't. I like I just books haven't been able there. to adjust. Books haven't been able to raise his numbers high enough, dude. Right. All year, bro. Yeah. Like I would take this bet at ten and a half. You know what I'm saying? Like the dude's gonna have like he just like, I feel like he just catches everything. Uh so cup is definitely one I'm throwing down there. Um if they do the um the the single single on Chase, double on Higgins, like you're mentioning. I like Tyler Boyd over um four and a half. Because that would leave him one on one, and that would be the check down. And with they're getting a lot of pressure, he's going to have to hit that check down, right? Um, and I also like OBJ over five and a half. Um, OBJ over five and a half is plus a hundred. Uh, I think last week he had eight. Is it was it eight catches he had against the Niners? But I remember that he had like three or four on the opening drive. So they kind of fed him early. Uh, and plus they're going to try to, you know, double cup, figure out how they're going to stop cup. So I think uh, OBJ at over five and a half, I feel like, you know, that seems pretty easy. Actually. Yeah, OBJ had nine last week. Yeah, there you go. So, um, yeah, I like OBJ I like, and I like Tyler Boyd. That's my team. I like I like Jamar Chase under five and a half. I mean, Jalen Ramsey only allows, you know, six targets a game. So you're asking a dude to really catch every ball that's thrown to him, which is like, which is pretty tough, dude. I mean, just on that alone, I like Jamar Chase under five and a half here. Yeah, I'm staying away from from Jamar Chase. I don't know. I I just I don't know how he's going to be handled. So I'm not going to put that bet in. Um, I to be honest, I'd put over on every other Cincinnati receiver here um that, that everyone we, else we but Chase, yeah exactly um higgins over five and a half i'd put boyd over four and a half and i'd put uh p ryan over one and a half i'm surprised that uzumwa whatever the hell his name is isn't on here either no, no, like he's playing yet. yeah I, if he does play I, whatever his number gets at gets put at i would like him to be over too because i feel like that's burrow's like safe blanket you know what i mean like he kind of hits him a lot too um and then there was a bet on here that I mentioned earlier um, that I wanted to bring up, and that's Jamar Chase. You talked about him, and that's rushing attempts. So uh, the book at William Hill, the one I'm looking at now, plus 160 for over one and a half rushing attempts. Um, and you kind of mentioned it just there, which is like a perfect segue, in my opinion, is that he only uh, that Ramsey only allows six targets. They're going to have to try to figure out how to get him the ball. When the Raiders put um, Casey Hayward, on Jamar Chase, who's not even close to the level of Ramsey, right? Um, they actually ran sweeps to Jamar Chase twice on fourth down. He got the both. He got both first downs, but um, they started trying to get him at, get him the ball another place. So they have the opportunity in the playbook, and at plus one sixty, I think two attempts for Jamar Chase just to try to get the ball into his hands. One in the first half, one in the second half. I feel like that's a good, a solid bet there too. Old right. strategy, Cotton. That's true. Dude, I see, well, when you've seen him do it once, you know what I'm saying? Then this is the biggest game of the year. I feel like they're going to just pull out everything, you know? Yeah, but I also feel like you want don't want to run too much that you haven't run because there's more room for error. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. well, Chase has gotten a rushing attempt the last three games. 
Is it considered a rushing attempt or? You know, actually, not the flip thing, not the flip, the actual rushing attempts. They run them in like a motion. He runs behind Burrow. Won the last two games, three the game before that against the Raiders. Yeah, so it's three. I blocked one out because I was probably drunk. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Not going to lie. Uh, let's move to uh, receiving, uh, receiving yards. We've got, uh, you know, basically our same candidates here. We've got Tyler Boyd sitting at 40 and a half, Joe Mixon, 26 and a half, Akers, 16 and a half, Chase, 80 and a half, T. Higgins, 71.5, Cooper Cup, 108.5, OBJ, 65.5. I think you hammer that. Yeah, over. I agree. Uh, Van Jefferson, uh, 32 and a half and P Ryan at 10 and a half. Dude, I like the Van Jefferson one too, dude. Like, I feel like he gets open and he makes like two or three big plays a game. Uh, what did he have last week? I'm trying to look it up. Uh, I felt like he only he had, had like a, one catch. I thought it was a good chunk though. Maybe I'm just wrong. I mean, oh, the one thing about Van nine. Jefferson is like 32 and a half, though. Like, he could get that on one catch. Right. Like, he had against Arizona in the first week, right? He had one catch for 41. Yeah. He's our deep he's ball definitely threat. definitely a big play. Right. Um, but over, I mean, up until like week 15, he was averaging over 30 or over 32 and a half yards a game. So, um, like you said, not many catches, but a lot of yards. So I think I would say, for me, I would probably sprinkle a little on there. Um, no, we mentioned Cup, but that's a lot of yards, dude. Do you think 108 is like out of the realm? No. I mean, he did dude, it last the, week. the last guy's week gone over 108. One, that's two, true. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, just nine, every 10, game. 11, 12 times this year. I was gonna I was gonna say Jesus. Cooper Cups one, over 108 and a half is probably the best bet for me, dude. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, I could see it. I'm gonna go with OBJ over 65 and a half. Yeah, uh, I like to that, me, too. that number is so so low. You look at mm-hmm. what he was last week, he was over a hundred. Um against Tampa Bay, he was at 69. Um, and he just keeps getting better and better. They keep going to him because Stafford's getting more comfortable and more comfortable. What's uh, the odds for see. Cooper Cup to win MVP? Oh, let me go back. Let me see. It's like a let's see. MVP here. Cooper Cup is 11 and two, 11 to 2, so like plus 500. Oh, might Cup be a best 600. bet. Plus six hundred there. Plus six hundred. That might be yeah. best bet material right there, dude. Yeah. Could be, dude. I mean, he'd have to have a fucking absolutely amazing game, right? Because they always give it to the quarterback. But um, if anyone could do it, you know it's what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Let's go with a bet that's not on here for the game, and then we're gonna get to the fun stuff in just a second here. So. Bet that hasn't been talked about here. I'll, I can I can start this one off because um, this is one that I saw this week that I will probably be betting, and that's over under of players attempting a pass, and it's sitting mm. at two and a half right now, and over is sitting Damn, at that's plus a lot sixty five. No, you got Stafford and Burrow already. Yeah, there's so uh, okay, so yeah. one more person. So with all the trick plays that we have, we've had this year, 
I think one comes out here in the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go with, and it's just attempting a pass. It doesn't right, have to right. be a completion. So I'm going to go with over two and a half at plus 165. I like that. I like that. I uh, I have another one too that I put on there. It was, um, will Jalen Ramsey have an interception at plus 550 for yes? I feel like, you know, that's a strong possibility because uh, bro doesn't seem like the guy that's going to shy away from Jalen Ramsey on the field, um, which is one that I really liked. And I also had another one with that plus 600 was, will there be a defensive interception for a touchdown more on the fact that we know Stafford's going to give them one always They're both going to, yeah. Give up so, and game. there's a strong possibility of Ramsey take, like, picks it off. He can take it to the house. I like Mike Hilton to get an interception in the game. Um, He's just been a dog for the Bengals all year. That dude's – he's one of my favorite DBs in football, uh, one of the best slot corners in football. Uh, so, I pick six, I mean – and there's also the opportunity that Burrow's going to get hammered when he's trying to throw a pass. That ball's going to flop up, up in the air. You have a pick, run it back for a touchdown. You know what I mean? So, those are the two that I was looking at that I really like. I like uh, there to be a field goal of more than 57 yards – yeah, McLennan, McLennan, McPherson, with McPherson, 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 yep. McPherson yeah, like out that there. One as well. yeah. That was going to be my other favorite, but nice. I like that. Up. Yeah, I definitely like that. I think that could be the game winner right there. McPherson, dude, did the go back with that last scoring play of the game? I have circled as the Bengals field goal. You get that at four to one. I mean, yeah. if the Bengals are going to win the game, it's going to be on a last second field goal. Yep, seems you know to be I mean? how they so, do it. Right. Exactly. So, you know, that it, at least if like the Bengals are going to win, you know, that's how it's going to happen. So I feel like four to one. All right. And let's get into the fun part of the Super Bowl. And that's the halftime show. And we got to we got to look at these bets because there are there are even more bets for the halftime show than there are in this football game, which it kind of seems like, I mean, not really, but um, we I mean, we got a ton of things um, anywhere from, you know, what uh, what these you know, all the performers are going to be wearing to what song is going to be going first, who's going to be talking first, how many mentions of weed are we going to have? So we got to, we got to look at all of these things. So we're going to, we're going to take a, a couple minutes to kind of look at these bets and, you know, I guess, should we do, uh, should we look at each of them or should we kind of take our favorite here? You got favorites good. Cause there's just like some crazy, ridiculous ones. Yeah. I think there's some that we definitely have to hit too. Oh yeah, for so, sure. So Eddie and Jordan, give me your favorites and then I'm going to go with mine. And then uh, we might hit one or two after this. Yeah. I'm going to go with, will smoke Doug smoke a blunt on stage? The answer is no. At minus that 170. Is, no, you're completely wrong there. No, I don't think he's smoking. It is black. Snoop Dogg. Of course he's going to be. NFL is not going to allow that. Dude. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, but they're setting the the precedence for like future acts like them. Snoop Dogg smokes a blunt everywhere on I'm every sure you, TV show. Dude, that everywhere. answer is no at minus one seventy. The a NFL will not right allow it. Dude. Yes, at they plus one not allow it, dude. They won't allow it. There's no way, dude. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. If he oh, does, say no. And what's he, he gonna does, do? He's gonna fucking more power to blunt. him. More power to him if he does, dude. But now he's the owner of Death Row, dude. He doesn't can't be doing that shit. It's fucking Snoop Dogg. Nope, you're not doing it, dude. Absolutely, yes. Plus 130, <laughs> plus money there. 
take it all day. Have you already got my bet in for that? <laughs> I like uh, I like plus three hundred Tupac joining the halftime show via hologram, dude. Yeah, I think I like that. I think that would be some. I mean, personally, I just want to see it, so <laughs> I'm gonna take the yeah. yes. Um, <laughs> but I mean, they've done it before, and Dre put up seven million of his own money. So I have to expect some like, you know, something big here. I'm, so I'm gonna say Tupac via hologram. Yes, plus three hundred. Yeah, and you know, California Love will be played. Like that, hundred percent will be played. I hope so. Um, okay. Another, what's the other one? The other before you go, real quick. Sorry, but like the, the will Eminem curse during halftime. I like go. Oh come on! Half. Is that yours? I'm sorry. Go for it. No, no, no. Um, do a different one now. Oh, sorry, dude. <laughs> I just saw it. I'm like, I mean, first you take yeah. my Snoop Dogg smoking a blunt on stage. <laughs> then you take my Eminem over under with his cursing at one and a half. That's easy. Over minus 120. Right, take right. that all day and run with it. My fault. But yeah, those, that uh, I mean, that's a given. Whether they bleep it or not, it doesn't matter as long as he's swearing, right? Yeah. All right. And since you took all my stuff, um, we're going to go with will Kendrick Lamar be wearing a hoodie? Yes, minus 165. No, plus 125. And I'm going to go, since it's going to be 87 degrees, 86 degrees in L.A., on Sunday, I'm gonna say no. I know it's an indoor, you know, indoor stadium there. I'm gonna say white tee, um, with Kendrick there, no hoodie. Nice. What if he comes out wearing a hoodie, but it comes off? I think it's if the hoodie's on. Be wearing a hoodie, yeah. Now, yep. I'm, now I'm I'm second guessing this because he, he could be the one that starts everything. Uh, you know, come out on stage in the all black of the the stadium with just him in a hoodie. Mm. I definitely think that he starts it the show, dude. Okay, all right, then. Okay, I'll, I'll change mine here. Number of references to marijuana during the halftime show is sitting at over two and a half, and that's easily just one Snoop Dogg song. So, <laughs> or Dre song, go, yeah, or Dre. So we're going to go over two and a half. It's at minus 180. Um, but uh, the guy's albums are literally called Chronic. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So then you mentioned Kendrick Lamar starting the show. So then at plus 750, we got Humble starting the halftime show. Is that where you're doing uh, there? I, yeah, I don't hate it, dude. Honestly, I'm not I'm not sure. Because... I think, I think there's a couple, dude. Plus, Kendrick has a song with Dre on his last album, Compton. I mean, they could very well start with that one. Mm-hmm. That's not even listed. Yeah. So, it, of all these songs listed here, though, I would definitely say "Humble" is probably because it's not only is it a good it uh, Kendrick going first, but it also is like a good song to get the energy of, mm-hmm. right? And then you right, can like bring right. it back down and back up. Um, I could also but I mean, see like, California Love being the first, just starting off with that California Love. See, I think yeah, it's gonna. I think true. they're gonna close, dude. But it could, it could be, bro. It could be. I, I don't know, like, man. This is tough, dude. This is man. this is one I don't know I feel, about. Do they start with? I feel like uh, forgot about Dre. We'll finish it. See, I was gonna say, do they start with that and go Eminem and Dre, and then they lead into everybody else? Because we've seen that too, where like. 
the main act starts and then like there's a second act that comes in and then the main act closes it. Yeah. So what if mm-hmm. Dre and M because Dre and Eminem are the two biggest stars or two biggest artists in this halftime show. Yeah, I think that's that, no I disrespect think... to Snoop and Kendrick and shit, but M and Dre are like the fucking two guys, dude. I feel like California Love's gonna finish it. Yeah, so that I, they I think that's the hologram, so get the hologram. on there. Yeah, I agree. And, or it'd be nothing but a G thing just because it's Snoop and Dre, right? Like, that yeah. could be a good starter, too, dude. Like, what if they roll out in the yeah. lowriders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, baby, too low well, down the... going crazy. You know what I mean? I that's like another that. bet. That is well, another be bet. Lowriders, yes, minus 200, no, plus 150. Like you're it. not getting value there, but I mean, but you're winning. But you're winning, yeah. Because you got to remember, guess... dude. Like Dre is about LA, dude. Like that's you know that's what Death Row is so about, dude. Like Kendrick the West still. Coast. Yeah, yeah Kendrick's all about why, Compton. So I definitely think they're I don't bring think that Eminem West finishes. Coast flavor. Nah, yeah. Eminem's not finishing unless it's a song by all of them. Right, right, right. Which they do have a few. Well, at least Dre, Snoop, and uh, Eminem do. Eminem, yeah. yeah. But I do like that. I think California level definitely finish it, in my opinion. It's either start or finish here. Yeah, and if it starts, you know that you're not getting the Tupac hologram. Yeah. I mean, they could start off with Tupac. Or they could even just do a Tupac solo, like, ambitions for a writer or something, dude. Maybe. But I think... If my if we're thinking like I would imagine Kendrick Lamar starts it though yeah right just get like the low the act not everyone's there to see out first you know what I mean well that's Mary J well nah, Mary J is huge dude yeah dude especially in L A well yeah but now right now Kendrick is huge uh I think he was I mean, Kendrick Kendrick hasn't put out an album in a little while but in like Kendrick five is, years dude. But I think this show is more directed towards our generation, right? Yeah. And our, our generation is, I mean, yeah, Kendrick Lamar's, you know, fine, but that's not what we're coming to see. Kendrick Lamar is. I'm coming to incredible. see Kendrick too. I yeah. think, I think our generation loves Kendrick too, but I mean, you know, Dre, Snoop have been around since fucking the 90s. I mean, so has Eminem yeah. since the late 90s. I mean, obviously, they're just, so is Mary J for that matter. I just think mm-hmm. Mary J's gonna be there for like the. I don't think she does any like solo songs, dude. I think she. No, I don't be, either. I think I got the end of it where like they're you're gonna go on Twitter and everyone's like, I think Mary J got fucked in the whole situation. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? She'll be she'll be in the whole center, the whole middle yeah, half yeah. of it. Yeah. And, but it'll be it'll be focused on on everybody else for that uh, the start and the end here. So. That's a tough one, man. That is a tough one. Mm. That's uh, that's throwing a bet and and hoping on that point. Yeah, I mean, who, I could. Who was I the halftime like show last year? Wasn't it Shakira and J Lo? Yep. Uh, yeah. No, no, it was the week. No, it was uh, weekend, right? Weekend, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that was fucking weird. It was weird, yeah. dude. I got like, I got dizzy. Yeah. I don't know if I was like drunk or the, yeah. what he was doing with the camera, but. Yeah. Either way, it didn't work out. Yeah. 
let's end it off. Show though. Yeah, uh, no, halftime show is going to be absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. But let's end it off with, I mean, one of the most favorite bets of uh, of the Super Bowl here, and that's the Gatorade Shower. So we've got a we've got three bets this year for the Gatorade Shower. The first is going to be the color. Second is going to be how many buckets are dumped. And then uh, if this is going to be before or after the final whistle, and we're going to leave the best for the last. So let's start with before or after the final whistle. What do you think? Minus 600 or plus 120 for no after before final whistle or after. I think it's going to be after. I think it's going to be after too, because it's going to be one on a, a last second field. Right. Goal. If that's a yeah. one, if it's a last second. I think you have a, if you win on a last second field goal, of course it's going to be after. You know what I mean? And uh, not necessarily if there's a couple seconds left. Yeah, that's uh, true. Oh, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go before. Down. Yeah, I mean, more than likely to be before. I just think I'm gonna go after. <sighs> Fifty plus yard field. It's always before though, though right? Be it's always before. It's always before. Not if it's a tie game. True. Or a team is driving. The opposing team is driving. So that's true. Before minus right. one sixty. Good value there, too. All right. Uh, How many buckets are going to be dumped? One bucket dumped is minus 540. Two buckets dumped plus 300. Or no liquid poured is plus 300. One. Um, Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't bet on this one because I think it's one as well. Unless, like, the only way it can be two is if, like, the Rams just shut out the fucking Bengals or vice versa. You know what I mean? And they're going to dump it on the coordinator. So does it mean one on one on the head coach alone, or does it mean multiple? no, just in general? Just in general. I mean, it could be more. Fuck, dude. I don't know, dude. I'm gonna go no, dude. I'm gonna go one. Well, I'm gonna. Go- I might actually lean two, just because what if they miss with the first one? So uh, that could be a big thing too, and they could also go point. after one of the quarterbacks. Quarterback like Matthew Stafford could get yeah. one. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. not a bad idea. Sure I mean, and just too. for value, if you want to throw a little, just have some fun with it. Yeah. You know, but if you're going to bet on no liquid poured, if you could just Venmo me that money because yeah. you're just wasting it, absolutely. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be fine. Absolutely. What color are we going okay. with? And the color. Orange oh. is plus 180. No shower is plus 300. Yeah, we got that. Yellow, green, or lime flavored is plus 350. Blue plus 400. Clear plus 600. Red or pink plus 750. And purple is plus 850. I, what was it I mean, last year? Yellow, green. It was clear last blue, year, right? Blue. blue? I believe it was blue. Yeah. Right. I'm going yellow, green, lime, dude. Yeah, I'm me go too. With I orange. like yellow, green, lime. I'm going to go with orange well. because that gives you a, a, a big pick for the you know, what's going to be on the Bengals sideline is it's going to be orange. Right. So if they win the game, they're going to go orange and orange is still a very popular flavor. So it could also very well be on the Ram sideline as well. Right. Yeah. I like, I just like yellow, green, lime because you're getting three flavors in one. Right? Like, well, I mean, they're all very similar. I guess. It's all this. It's, it's, it's the same, the same, the same flavor. Yeah, that typical. I feel like is it yellow though? Like the the normal flavor? Like I know when I when I was a kid playing sports, like yellow was like it. Yellow, red, and blue. Yeah, yeah. yellow, red, and blue. But we've, we've uh, orange as well. I mean, I guess. Yeah, orange was there. Yeah, yeah. orange was like the like I feel like was like the original, wasn't it? Nah, yellow. It was Lime yellow. Was yeah. Yellow was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the yellow just because, like, 
I don't know. I feel like yellow. Like I don't think blue. I definitely don't think clear because like what flavor is clear? Cherry? Water? Yeah, like water. <laughs> like no thanks, dude. Uh, purple, ready, dude. What flavor is lame? Clear? Water? Well, no. Is there's it, a clear. There's a there's a clear Gatorade. It's, it's I know, like but it wasn't Arctic clear or whatever. But it's the colors. So you're not guessing the flavor. It wasn't clear. Like didn't it hit like four out of the last seven years or something like that, Ben? I just had that pulled up earlier. Hold on, let me find it again. Because clear is pretty popular. Super Bowl Gatorade colors. Okay. The history here. Last year, blue. The year before, orange. Year before, blue, yellow, none, orange, blue, orange, none, purple, orange. Who's orange, the none on, dude? Yellow. None was uh, Ravens 49ers. So the Ravens 34, 49ers 31. Uh, Patriots 34, Falcons 28. Both those games were won on the last play of the game. Um, Patriots yeah. 32, Panthers 29. In 2004, Again, last play. Last play. Patriots 20, Rams 17. Last play. 02. Was Belichick just like not long fucking Gatorade dumped on him or what, dude? Probably. That would not surprise me. He's like, so do you think it's the last? If you think it's a lo- going to be the last play of the game and the Bengals win, then you definitely don't want to take. You want to take no, dude. No. Are you kidding? They're they're a bunch of young kids. They're they're gonna do it. And yeah, but they, be this, they're too uh, busy, dude. On the last, <laughs> we be. see on the no. last play of the game, dude, that the last thing they're doing is having a bucket in their hands. It's bad karma. It'll happen. I yeah. still like yellow, green, lime. Maybe I take sure. that yellow away, dude. I only heard you say yellow like once. I heard blue. Yellow in 2018. Any. Yellow in 2009. Yellow in 2001. I thought I heard you say blue like four or five times. Dude. Blue. Yeah, there's a lot of blue. Blue and orange. Blue and orange. So 2021, 2019, 2015. More current. Too. Maybe that's the younger generation. Dude. Orange is blue. orange is, is in there a lot. 2020, 2016, 2014, 2011, 2010. Uh, yeah. I think the orange is the year. A lot of Brady's orange won. and yellow. A lot green of orange, a lot of blue. I mean, a uh, blue. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna go blue. I'm blue staying yellow green line, dude. Plus three fifty, and I'm gonna go orange at plus one. Two teams that haven't been in the Super Bowl. One hasn't been in the Super Bowl in fucking what twenty years. The other one hasn't been in the Super Bowl in thirty years. I don't even know, dog. I'm gonna go yellow green line. Well, the Rams were in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. They just got absolutely dog walked by the Patriots. Mm. That's right. That was like the worst Super Bowl known to man, too. That <laughs> yeah, game was so, so boring, fucking dude. boring. That game was yeah. awful. I've never, dude. that's the only time I've fallen asleep during a Super Bowl. Bro, that game was fucking terrible. That was the one in Minnesota, right? Uh, I think so. I believe, yeah, I did. I think so. Nothing more Minnesota than a Super Bowl that's 13 to 10. Actually, that's not true. The Super Bowl was uh, Minnesota was Eagles Patriots. 
Right? Yeah, 13 right? to 3 was the Super Bowl. Like, that's fucking brutal. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's that time of the night for our two best bets of the week. Uh, So we're obviously had no games last week, but we did put best bets in uh, for last week. I don't have them in front of me, but I know me and Eddie both took Rams first half, which I still love. Yep. And then yep, Ben same. took under 48 and a half. I took over. And then Eddie, what was your second best bet last week? Do you remember? Big Bengals minus four and a half. Plus four oh, and a half? Plus four and a half. Excuse me. Yeah, excuse me. Plus four and a half. So now we're going to get two more best bets. They could be anything. Anything we've talked about in the last two weeks. Props, halftime props, whatever you want. Eddie, what's your two best bets? Perfect. So yeah, so the first one I want I we mentioned it earlier. I still like it that Samaj P. Ryan over two and a half yards uh rushing. Uh again, it just needs to get one carry to get over two and a half because no one will see it coming. <laughs> Excuse me, I feel like that is uh one that I could put my money down on. I uh, feel pretty good about it. So I'm gonna take Samaj P. Ryan over the two and a half. Uh and for my second best bet. We're taking Odell Beckham over five and a half receptions. Um, parlay these, and I think it's like plus 180 is the number I was looking at. Um, but over five and a half receptions just seems a little easy. He's just getting a better connection with uh, Stafford every week. Had nine catches last week against the Niners. So, um, and they're going to, the Bengals are going to have to put all their effort in just trying to stop Cup. So I'm going to take Odell over five and a half. Benjamin. All right, so for the football prop, I am going to go with Stafford over two and a half carries. Um, I think we've seen over the last couple weeks that he's been uh, running the ball, and um, you know that just uh, kind of goes for another option here, um, usually on third down when they're going to be close. And so we're going to go with over two and a half on that. And then um, Snoop Dogg smoking a blunt. Yes, plus 130 here. Get that money. Get that money he, he smokes a blunt everywhere every single place he goes i like it i like that you're thinking outside the box on this one too uh my two best bets i'm going under 24 and a half completions for joe burrow he's only done it four times this year gone over so i like the under 24 and a half especially against one of the best passing defenses in the league and then we're gonna go cam Akers under 64 and a half rushing yards he hasn't come close since he's uh been back so i think it's a no-brainer i think they're going to utilize michelle and cam makers together so i'm going under 64 and a half rushing yards for cam Akers. nice you get this oh, yeah. down oh yeah all right guys well that's the podcast Touch definitely up. a good one there we uh yeah. we're, we're at the super bowl here guys it is yeah. so yep but thanks to everybody out there for listening to APR. That's the annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. Make sure to check out our website, www.taproomsportspodcast.com. You can check out our Instagram, which is at Taproom Sports Podcast. You can check out our Twitter, which is at Tap, yeah, at Taproom underscore sports. You can check out Jordan's, which is Jordan Rules TSP. Or you can check out Eddie's, which is Eddie TSP Eddie. At Eddie TSP. At Eddie TSP. Um, 
I haven't said that for a few weeks. So <laughs> I need to get that back in. That uh, LTIR is coming back to get me. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, we got some great bets here. But if you want to check out some more best bets, make sure to go to TSP Wagers, where Jordan and I talk about, uh, well, for the time being, it's a basketball and a hockey bet of the week. We did really well last night. Um, and uh, if you want to listen to a recap of the week, make sure to check out the Taproom Sports podcast, where we talk the weekend sports and review a couple beers. Um, great, great beers on that podcast. If you like hockey, make sure to check out the Biscuits and Barrel podcast, which is made in collaboration with the 92nd Beer Review guys for our monthly NHL report. And make sure to check out In the Game with Jordan. He has got, uh, I mean, he's got guests galore on that podcast. Um, and he's talking about all different sports lately. It has been basketball, but um, I mean, we're in the hardest season. Got to talk yes, about it. Sir. So, yep. Trade deadline great, great just podcast. happened today. Crazy day at the trade deadline. Yep. Definitely uh, some big, big trades out there. So make sure to check out his podcast, uh, his most recent podcast where they talked about some of the potential trades. And then uh, I'm sure he'll be talking about, you know, the, the ramifications of those trades next week. So yep, I got sure a, to- I got Maurice coming on who is from the crossover podcast. He's a big Lakers guy. So I cannot wait for that one because Lakers are yeah. a fucking yeah. right now, dude. Yeah. Oh, good fuck, they stink, dude. They're a mess, bro. And if yep. he is uh he he's a funny guy, dude. He's very honest about his Lakers too. And it's it's gonna be comedy, bro. I cannot wait, dude. I cannot yep. wait. Yep. All right. So for Raider ready for Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks Lats. Let's and myself, go. Big Ball and Ben Larson. We will see you next time yes sir hey before we get out of here y'all seen the espn set at disneyland for the yeah, super bowl dude love it uh, i love dude, it really? yeah yeah it's dope dude like they got the NFL live it. uh nfl live crew were riding the uh riding the the rides this afternoon on the show really? oh my god yeah. dude that's crazy oh my god. i have to check it out crazy setup Oh, 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 oh,